Previously on Coupled with Chaos, Real Housewives. But she just brushed this off. Well, I thought it was interesting that they brought that up. Andy was quite candid with her about yes. her personality being a complete 180. Oh, about season. Heather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that he didn't know what changed between the first season and now. That she's so different and responds to things in a way he didn't expect. Yeah, I think it's almost like, I would call it Angela-itis. I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is Coupled with Chaos. Real Housewives of Potomac, Season 7, Episode 17, a grand finale. And Real Housewives of New Jersey, the premiere, Season 13, Episode 1, New Friends, Same Jersey. (laughs) The end. This is the end of the season. Um, We got the little... I guess, reviews or, I guess, closing statements of each other, all of them, and Robin's wedding at the end. That was kind of boring. Kind of a, I mean, we knew it was going to happen. Yeah. We would have recorded earlier, but you've been given skincare advice <laughs> to Miranda. <laughs> so, um, we did, we talked about rose oil. It must have been during the 90 day show uh-huh. with Danielle. Yeah. It must, what it must have been. Yeah. And um, so you, you gave some skincare advice. Oh, I did. Uh, my favorite product. So that's pretty good. It's always nice how these shows um, connect us in uh-huh, some way. Cool. No matter what, the side things that happen, the people that we've gotten in contact with through the podcast is it's, great. It's always you fun. Know, as we meet new people, you realize people are just normal people. <laughs> yeah. They're not like all of these housewives and 90-day people. Right. A little more like us than we thought. I even explained our podcast and what we do to the um, new hygienist that we had today <laughs> as she was scraping my teeth. She didn't even know what a podcast was. She was 35. Seriously? Didn't know what a podcast was. Oh, my gosh. See, I wouldn't even know how. I'm like, well, uh, we're 50 plus. <laughs> you can figure it out. Right. It's not like, although, you know, we still, th- we like to think we're pretty cool, even for 50 we're not cool like Karen, though. Banging dudes in the bathroom all over the place. So she does not deny. Yeah, I noticed that. So she's not going to get caught lying? She's At some point, she said something about something wasn't true. Uh-huh. But there is so much that she talks about and just said, I'm not going to acknowledge it. Yeah, that's kind of how she did it. Didn't she that seem? brushed it off, but didn't do a hard, flat denial i mean you would say no if it was no wouldn't you you would think i mean there's a line right between chris's emphatic no that strikes me as too no right isn't that Uh too much yeah the yelling the screaming the hollering and the storming off yeah and what's coming on the tell-all and and karen's i'm not going to even acknowledge that entertain this conversation what does she say um i hear this but I'm just not listening, is uh-huh. what she says. So I think there's quite a bit to this. You saw the preview where Sharice, Andy says, well, you came out with everything on Karen. And Sharice like says, uh, no, I didn't. There's more. Oh, boy. And here, even Ray doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. This is the danger. He left for this conversation. And, and even during the preview of the reunion. He says, I don't want to hear this. 
Yeah, I think they have an arrangement. Yeah. You know, she said she was allowed to have eye candy, so I'm guessing it's more than that. But she, she can't taste the candy. Yeah, but I'm guessing that's not the case. Well, you remember, what was it, just last season, they were having all these marital problems, and he said he wasn't even sure he loved her anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they could have just agreed to keep the status quo and kind of live their own separate lives. But even at this age, I mean, obviously we know that our view on marriage is probably not like everybody else's. Right. She did bail him out financially with his tax problems. So yeah, but it this, could be that they worked out this deal. It's kind of a crappy deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, if people are maintaining their finances separately, then, you know, they view it a little differently than how we would. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. It just strikes me as odd that you have to know it's it's like Jen Shaw. It it's, it's like hard for us to comprehend because we don't view it as me and mine. It's us and ours. Yeah, maybe they're just not quite the team that I guess that we are, or we. I guess we're. We're kind of prudy and... Well, it's, uh, you know, a personal choice. A lot of people do it. We've known plenty of people yeah, that, that do it separately. But what I think for us is we only know, we only know our way. For us, yeah. We know that uh, many different people have different financial and, I guess, emotional and physical, I guess... Arrangements. Yeah, but... Agreements. So for us, it's tough to see it, see it differently than ours. We know it exists, but I guess we can only look at it from our perspective. We just can't relate. Right. And it's worked. So for us, we go, you know what? This works for 28 years. It seems like a pretty good way of doing it. But it wouldn't be for somebody else, I guess. It may be Karen. <laughs> but even with Ray, I mean, I'm, there are f- chemicals, I would assume, and things you can do so that you could – they could have still a physical relationship or could she be so turned off by Ray and his financial situation that she's just shut herself off to that? I don't know. She seemed more hurt that he was no longer emotionally tied to her. I mean, that really seemed to destroy her last season. But couldn't that be from her stepping out and doing her stuff? Well... If they have that arrangement? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how long that's been going on, but rumors have been that it's been a long time. So I don't know. They may have always had that arrangement. If you had that arrangement, couldn't you see that disconnect growing and growing then? Well, especially after their daughter was grown and left. Because, hmm. you know, we've talked about the importance of maintaining the ties in your own intimate relationship and you know, not neglecting that because otherwise when your kids go, then you have nothing left in common. You got to, you know, nurture the relationship. But, you know, no telling what they've worked out. There's yeah. a significant age difference there. Yeah, I think for me, you really see Janelle stirring the pot here. And it comes out in the, her saying that Mia called her a prostitute. And we saw the clip. And that's surely not what Mia said. I mean, Mia wasn't on Karen's side, but definitely Mia didn't say Karen was a prostitute. She said, are you saying Karen's a prostitute? Uh-huh. And, and everybody said, no, 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 no. But Giselle just gets yeah. shady in her yeah. way and, yeah. and stirs the pot like that. Definitely. What was scary to me was Giselle's conversation with her daughters. 
and their lack of understanding of their own female anatomy. Yes, that was, ugh. I just put my head down. I'm thinking, is this what schools have come to? But this is what. can't even get that much straight? Well, if you're teaching this in school. Well, it's biology. Everybody gets taught that in school. Uh, maybe for me, you know what I did? I somehow or another, I skipped biology, which was just an odd thing. Well, really, they go over sex education in middle school. It's a fi- standard nationwide yeah, fifth grade I'm health not, curriculum. I'm not sure people are picking this kind of stuff up then, and it's taking at that point. I I, I can tell you as as old fashioned as we are in our generation. I can tell Get off you that, my lawn. I can tell you that in my middle school, we in health class. What years were you in middle school? Let's go. Oh, gosh. Mid-80s. I graduated in 89. I graduated in 90. So that would have put it, numbers are hard Mid-80s. for me, 84, something yeah. like that. Um, They, we didn't had, learn this. Uh, they had the girls and boys separated in health class. And they had us actually opening condoms and putting them on bananas. So that's what they're teaching you. They're not really teaching you the difference. I mean, this is going to sound that that if you have an ovary issue, it's not going to keep you from peeing. Well, I mean, for girls that age, you know, about 11, 10, 11, 12 years old, they're teaching you about menstruation and how all that works and why it happens. I'm not sure people are paying attention. I'm thinking mom ought to have a conversation with daughter about this kind of stuff. I would think, right? I guess. No? Well, I mean. I'm not having this conversation. I did, but you didn't have it with our youngest son, and I didn't have it because I was over it by then. I've been through this with two kids already, and it was mortifying to have to do with a son. So I said, here's the book. You go over this with son number two, and you never did. Right. So there's no telling what he thinks is happening. <laughs> I better <laughs> get know. on the ball. We never went over body changes or any of that stuff. I got to fix all this. Huh? You got to fix it. All yeah. right, all right. I'm on it. This was not. <laughs> now that he's 15, this is not our personal. I heard it from his this is, schoolmates. This is not supposed to be our personal podcast. We've gotten into me being a turd ball. <laughs> Right. This is supposed to be about Giselle not teaching her kids stuff. Yeah. Not about me oh, not teaching okay. our kids stuff. All right. Let's get back to Giselle. Okay. You know that the daughter was just making one mistake after another. Oh yes. After the it, first one you think you'd just be quiet. It just makes them seem ditzy, right? Like blondes. <laughs> like stereotypical. Well it makes blondes. them seem like Giselle. Yeah. It's not really well, she's, a surprise. She's fairly bright though. I do. I I'm not saying she's not, but but here, it would strike me more, Candace. This should be an alert for Giselle after this scene. Yeah, she seemed, to go and have a discussion. She seemed to be just dumbfounded. Let's get some books. Let's talk about how this whole thing works. One is probably good that you don't know all this stuff because then you're probably still um, naive in that. Or regard. not. Maybe maybe they're out doing it and they don't even it. know they're going to end up pregnant. <laughs> I doubt it. That's right. not good. Yeah. I, I mean, I doubt it. But as I heard this, I went, oh, that is not good. This is not right. How course, do you pee? Can you pee? She said. Can you pee? Of course, this youngest girl, though, she looks much older, but she's actually only like 12. Oh, really? Yeah, I get it. So. But in a household of women, 
You think you would probably it would be probably be a little more openly spoken yeah, I th- about. I do. I think that yeah, would be the with case. No man around. Yeah. Especially with this coming. Yeah, somebody's got to pull her aside and talk to her. You do, and you just got really called out on national TV. Yeah. That's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, it probably is. And you didn't want to talk about this stuff anyway, but I mean, I guess it's funny and maybe cute in a little innocent kind of way. The um, we started talking about Chris, you know, his attitude. I he's thought he's been a little volatile this season. Yeah, I think so. Think? I I do. Do you think it's an act or show or just put on for? He seemed like he used to be much calmer. Well, I can tell you in real time. Well, look, if it's the same thing like Karen. If you're going to be on the show, then everything's fair, fair game. game. And Chris is really upset about real-time Robin because Robin was hiding stuff. And so Chris is upset in real-time. Chris is upset with Ashley and, and Giselle because they knew about this Robin Juan thing. And instead of bringing up Juan, they brought up Chris. Uh-huh. So Chris is upset about that. In, instead, here's the issue, is Juan can be an issue – and Chris can be an issue. Right. Just because Juan's an issue doesn't mean Giselle didn't feel uncomfortable with Chris in a hotel room. Right. It, they can both happen. They're both something. Uh-huh. And same thing with Ashley's friend. You know, they showed that clip. I don't think that here's, here's Giselle would have made up anything. Now, the clip they showed I get it. the friend is ridiculous. Yeah, but that's just a clip, right? You can pull any clip out of a two-hour party and just say this is their interaction. Yeah, right? I, don't, I don't know that, so that I don't, that was a fair edit. They might have been trying to downplay the Chris thing. Yeah, I don't know one way or another. It looks like nothing. Well, sure, but aren't you going to show that for whatever narrative you want? Maybe Chris was so upset, they go, you know what? We really need to not attack Chris and Candace here Mm -hmm. because Candace is a superstar (laughs) and we need to keep her on the show. The one hit wonder. Did she have a hit? Mm, One mega hit. One mega hit and Chris doesn't need health insurance anymore. (laughs) They can have their baby and don't have to worry about it. The the love after lockup line. Yeah. Here's they have this party. This is the video premiere is what this thing was. I've got a couple of bones to pick with this. You know how we busted on Karen because she said that she was the only non-comedian whatever venue they were at, right? The improv or whatever they were. But what we know is that you can rent these places out on a Wednesday afternoon for your company gathering. We had a company – the Lincoln Property Company. We did that for one of our. We rented out the Funny Bone. It's a venue like any other venue. They're trying to make money. But it's cheaper, obviously, if you rent one of these venues during the day. If you rented this on a Friday night, it would be really expensive. Right. So for Candace to have her video party in the daytime at a venue – what does that tell you when they're talking about high budget? Uh-huh. This is not high budget. Right. You rented a daytime place. You may not even have rented it. You couldn't even see it, barely see the video on the screen because it was daylight. <laughs> Windows open. It's a Tuesday morning, maybe. 
And there's everybody watching the video. So, but Chris storms off in all that. For me, it was just you protest too much. Yeah, he did seem to make an awfully big deal of it. And what we saw of the preview of the reunion shows he's really going to blow up about it and claim that it affected his his client business and you know his reputation and he had to answer to family members and blah blah blah. And I'm like, how did this blow up? Yeah, and did this? This is post show, right? It makes me think it blew up. Because he made such a big deal out of it that everybody was suspicious. Yeah, because there's ways of reacting to situations in a manner that, that could just knock it. it down. Yeah. So what what do you say? Even if – have you ever kind of apologized for something when maybe you weren't in the wrong? Have you ever done something like that? Um, I had, sure. Yeah, because there's a way to do it. Yeah, and people sometimes are offended by things that that were taken the wrong way, that sure. it was not your intention at all. And you can say that. I didn't intend to make you feel uncomfortable. Right. I am sorry. Exactly. I am sorry that I, that I did. That, that wasn't my intention. Correct. And, and, that would be the way to do and, it. And, though, and then it's done. It's over with. Right, and it's, it explains it away. And also. it's finished. Yeah. You take care of it in one conversation. And Candace could have done that. Candace, right. at the beginning of the season, stormed off when they were talking yeah, with Giselle. Yeah, her reaction was over the top, too. I don't really get these Went two. in the bathroom and started screaming at a producer. Yeah, I don't get these two. When, in fact, she could have heard him and said, I'm going to, to go talk to Chris about this. Chris uh-huh. and Giselle get together. Chris says this. Or and she, it's over. she could have pulled a Robin and called him on the phone immediately on the air. Right. And let Chris <laughs> yell about filming. But that's the way to handle reaction. this. And then it's the situation's over with. It's done. That's how you finish the situation. The two of you get together and go, look, this is uncomfortable. We're public figures. What's the best way out of this? Right? Figure it out. And then do it. Not this. If this ruined yes, your if this ruined your client base and ruined your job or impacted your job, part of it's because you handled it wrong. Yeah. Whether or not you intended or you think Giselle's making this up, fine. But you can get out of it. Damage is done. How do I fix it? I can't go back and change this. Can I make it worse? Yes. And did he make it worse? Yes. The both of them made it worse. They made it a season-long storyline. Yeah. When, if they come out and publicly apologize, I bet you that those scenes don't even get aired. Because it's a non-story. Because then Giselle and Ashley look ridiculous for bringing it up. Because Chris has already apologized for anything he's made anybody feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. about. But he couldn't even do that. No. that That's weird to me. And the way he storms off makes me think maybe there's something. It just makes me feel like there's something more to it. Well, what it makes me feel like is not necessarily that there was something to this incident. Right. But what it made me think was that there have been other incidents and that that's why Candace's initial reaction was so horrendous. Mm -hmm. Like you said, going into the bathroom with the producers and hollering and screaming at him saying, you know, you had a real predator and... Didn't make as big a deal out of it as this in Darby. So, you know, that whole reaction made me think, ooh, this 
this topic is an issue with them. Right. What was Juan's reaction to Robin putting him on the phone? He hollered and screamed. And guess what? He was guilty. And so we see Chris do the same thing. It doesn't mean that Chris is guilty of something. But it sure lends the suspicion. It feeds the fuel in the fire. Sadly, us fellas aren't... Don't have the greatest reputation. Yeah, and maybe we're not the best at handling situations. So we get loud and do this. We think that that's it. Pull a Joe Gorga. Yeah, we just get mad and threaten people. That's what we do. Take our shirt off. And flex for people. <laughs> oh, that's just great. I don't know, though. You see the way Chris and Candace react when Candace, when they have the video thing. Do you think that's an act or do you think that's real? I don't know with these two. They're so fake. Mm. I my My notes said it made me think that maybe this is real between them. But you're not buying it still. I don't. I said maybe – this is what I wrote. Maybe Candace and Chris are actually a team. I don't know. It's just hard to picture either one of them being a team with anybody because they're just so unreasonable mm-hmm. and volatile. I, I can't see it working out long term. You know, do you see this being a relationship that's in in for the long haul through I don't. the hard times? I don't. Through kids and teenagers and no. problems. Yeah, I think issue resolution would be a problem for them. Yeah. I do. And I think Candace would be a difficult person when cornered and having to do the hard work. Yeah. When overwhelmed. Sure. Yeah. And that is being a mother. Yes. And so maybe having a music career. <laughs> right. Because I'm not sure the money is coming in for them to hire people to help. Uh-huh. I'm not sure she's ever going to be that successful as a musician. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if she's still taking money from I mean, really, lot. what do you need? You need a good PR department, right? And you need some money to get you out there. But it's like anything. You're one mega hit away from something. <laughs> um, we talked about Giselle a bit. So it looks like at the end she ends up having surgery and hysterectomy and everything. So that is a pretty serious thing for her. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's the way with fibroids. Yeah. You know, that's what my friend just went through. Yeah. Mia's got, I, I didn't research what her issue with card, what was it? Card or I didn't even know what it was. She had some topical skin issues, what uh-huh. it was. So I won't try to butcher it. Mm-hmm. We got Ashley's in her new house. Did you hear what her mortgage is a month? Yes. 13000 My jaw dropped. What the heck? Who needs that? It's her and a baby and that's it. Two. Two babies. Oh, well, that's it. Yeah. You know, yeah, there are two babies there. Yeah. And probably the nanny. Baby and a toddler. That's it. Hmm. Well, you know, you got a reputation. She said in the in the preview of the reunion is that she lost the, the prenup battle. But she's living in a $13,000 a month place. Well, what has she had going on for financial reliability on her own? I don't. I can't answer that. Do you that. know of a business or 
No, and they again, haven't. I don't know of anything. I think Michael's smart enough in the LLC world. And I'm drawing like, a blank on any business enterprise that she's had on her own. No, but I bet you she helps and does some work with the LLC and real estate and properties or something like that. I'm sure that they've probably worked something out. You know. I mean, she used to help when he had that Australian restaurant, but that didn't go very well. No. And they fought there yeah. a lot. Robin's wedding didn't happen in Jamaica. It happened in Maryland. I'm not sure what went down with that, but it was in yeah, Maryland. Weird. So, and it's her mom, there. her mom ended up going. Maybe it was because of that. Maybe because they thought about what her mom said. Did, did how close did you watch the little? I know the little clips at the end are normally frivolous and and pointless. But did you see Mia's? Did you notice what it yes, said? Yes, they lost a whole bunch of franchises. Yeah, there's one here in Dow- in the DFW area, uh-huh. at least one that I, I drive past it on my way to McKinney each day. Interesting. So I think it's Bedford is where it's at, somewhere near there. Um, but yeah, they lost and had to move out of the house, lost some businesses. Wow. I wonder if COVID had an What's impact on them. Know. You know, if you had places that were storefronts and you weren't having people going in, I'm sure that mm-hmm. probably hurt quite a bit. So it's possible. We are ex- Well, they said they lost control of some franchises. That, that means, means somebody That means they didn't pay their franchise fees or something. I, I would know. assume. And then they take it over. I don't know. It's mm. probably what they do. I haven't I'm not researching what those places are. I'm just not. It wouldn't be surprised if there's something dirty going on in the background. <laughs> just because it's them. Yeah. In the back room. Yeah. Like yeah. Quote unquote massage parlor. Yeah, rub and tug is what it's called. <laughs> so, we are looking forward to this of the reunions. Potomac is really good. Yeah. They always are. They always. And so this that'll they really do have a good time. Yeah. And you see it, and the husbands are good. You know, it really works well. Mm-hmm. So. I think we are really looking forward to that. We are also looking forward to Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yay. So that started this week, and that we are going to cover by subscription. Yeah, and they all, really brought the drama right all, out of the gate. All the issues you can see, you just look at the show notes, and that's it. We're on Patreon. You really just look for Coupled with Chaos, and you're going to find us anywhere you look. Podcast Coupled with Chaos. Same thing, Patreon, coupled with chaos. You can find us there, three ninety nine a month. We have at least two to three hours of subscription content each week. We cover a bunch of stuff. We've talked about it before. Our favorite stuff is coming out after this. We have our Housewives Inside Scoop, which is massive again. I I haven't There's even so much stuff coming out. Yeah, right I haven't now. even. We're gonna get so much deeper into the brandy. Yeah. Brandy story. Gosh, that is whew, horrifying. On, on that. And um, I think we're going to get deep into, for you 90-day people, we're kind of going to dig deep into the in Danielle's finances. A lot of stuff has come out from that this week. So she's not just, um, although she's getting people hooked on rose oil, evidently. <laughs> rose oil and, and tiny fridges in your bathroom. <laughs> I don't think she got anybody hooked on rose oil. I think that was us. Oh, that was you. <laughs> Yeah, I, I haven't. I listened to that podcast again. It was a little risque for us. There's a little talk of hay now going on. 
<laughs> so that was, um, and I have no comment. Well, that's about, what the rose oil does. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> it smells so good. About maybe sleeping late on Monday. <laughs> so, Real Housewives of New Jersey next. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. You can listen to the rest of this episode by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials. Or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 